Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I'm your host, Nicole. And on today's episode, I am literally going to just talk shit. Not about anybody particularly, but just I'm gonna talk shit. Okay. No, I have gone through it this week. I haven't had a bad week. Okay. It's just been a week. Okay. So if you heard my last episode, you know that I just came back from Ireland. Honestly, I have said the words Ireland or the word Ireland probably a million times since before the trip, during the trip, and even after the trip. It's not that I'm done talking about Ireland, but we're going to take a little break. But here's the thing. I travel a lot and I take a lot of pride in all the traveling that I do take. Okay. But here's the thing. I sometimes underestimate how much energy it truly takes out of me when I travel. Okay. So before my trip, I, okay, actually let's rewind a little bit. The whole month of January was so chaotic okay i had told myself at the beginning of the new year i'm gonna podcast every day well not podcast every day but i'm gonna like post content more often i'm gonna really take my social media seriously i really want to make a career out of it no excuses you know i remember like a year ago when i was i was full-time in school youtubing podcasting i was in a business student leadership council had to go to meetings, do events. I remember I was even on a panel answering questions about studying abroad um, for like a school event. Anyway, your girl had a busy ass schedule and she still made it happen. So now that I have all this free time, now that I've graduated and I don't have that many commitments, I'm like, why am I not using up this time? Why am I not keeping the same discipline I had before and applying it now. Because I remember when I didn't have that much time in the past, I used to fantasize about, oh my God, like when I'm done with school and when I'm done with this club and when I'm done, you know, planning for this and that and going on this trip and coming back from it, I'll have more time to focus on content creating and blogging and doing all the things I really have a passion for. And now that it's here and I have all this free time, I'm like not utilizing it. I'm just... I wouldn't say I'm being lazy, but I'm just using it differently, you know, and I'm trying not to be so hard on myself. But one of the things I promised myself this year was that 2024, I was going to get with it. I was going to be focused. I was going to post more. I was just going to be more disciplined. I was going to come up with a game plan and I was going to apply it to my everyday life. And what the fuck did I do instead? None of that. So now that I've given myself a chance (laughs) to recover (laughs) from the chaotic month that was January, and I went on my trip in February, and now that I'm officially back, your girl is back at it. But here's the thing. I underestimated how tired I was going to be after I came back from my trip. And now we're going to circle back to the point I was trying to make 100 minutes ago. So (laughs) when I travel... I don't ever give myself a time to recover from traveling. I'd like to imagine myself as a jet setter, you know, and I think of myself like Beyonce, right? I see Beyonce and I'm like, well, she gets 24 hours a day. Therefore, I get 24 hours a day. Therefore, the same way she can make shit happen in one day is the same way that I can make shit happen in one day. So when I got back from Ireland, I got back on a Friday night, right? So I get back on a Friday night and then I go to sleep. And then I wake up and I do a 13 hour double at my job. And as I was at work, everybody was like, 
oh my God, when did you get back? I thought you were still in Ireland. And I'm like, no guys, I'm back. I actually flew in last night. And everyone's like, oh my God, are you like not jet lagged? Are you not exhausted? Like I couldn't do that. I would need to sleep for two days straight before going back to work. And I'm like, no, I got this. Cause I remember during COVID when I, okay, I probably should not admit this, but during COVID, I did travel a little bit within like the guidelines, right? I wasn't like leaving the country, but I was traveling to different states when things started to reopen. And so because I was so limited with like my time off, I would go travel like during the week because I only worked on the weekends during COVID. So I remember like driving out to a different state or flying to a different state, enjoying myself. And then literally the same day I had to work would be the same day that I would fly in. So that's what I would do. And I used to do that so much. And I've even done that even to go to different countries and come back. Like if I were to go to Dominican Republic, or I remember I did that when I went to Paris. I had went, well, I went to France. I'd visited Paris, but the country I went to was France. And I remember I went to France. I got back like in the afternoon, nighttime, went to sleep. Following day, I had class. And then I had work the following day. And yeah, I mean, I was exhausted, but I was able to make it happen. So this time around was no different in my brain, right? Because I'm like, fuck it. Like I spent mad money in Ireland. I need to make money like right now. I need to get back to work. I need a hustle. And anytime I travel, I'm always super motivated to travel some more. Like it is literally a vicious cycle with me and traveling. It's like, I work my ass off, I travel, I'm obsessed with my experience and all that I'm doing, the life, the the experiences, the memories I'm creating, the content that I'm gathering, like all of it is so, oh, it just gives me energy, it gives me fuel, like it's, it's a huge inspiration to me. I just love it so much, like I just love it so much. So when I get back from a trip, I'm now even more motivated to work even twice as hard so that I can chase that feeling I had during my trip that I just came back from. So when I got back or when I was on my way back home, I'm like, I need to get back to work right away. And that's exactly what I did. So I worked a double Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, I made plans with a friend. And once again, I think I... (laughs) I think I overdid it. Like I stretched myself out super thin because my trip was amazing. But the truth is I don't live with anybody. Like I live alone. I'm by myself. I don't know if that's a safe thing to say out loud, but it's the truth. And so going on a trip where you're living with three other people, granted, like, you know, it's a short term thing. So you can adjust, you can compromise. But I didn't realize how much I needed my alone time until I was overstimulated that Monday. So it's like, that was like one thing I noticed. That was like a little lesson I learned. I'm like, I cannot be around people right now. Cause it's like I said, like I worked those two days and then I hung out with a friend and I might've snapped at her. Sorry, boo. And at that moment I was like, I need to be alone. (laughs) I need to be by myself. Like this is not the vibe. Like I am turning into a mean person and I'm not a mean person. So there's that. So it's like now, you know, being back from the trip, it's just a matter of like finding my rhythm again, which is always like the hardest part when you come back from traveling, because now you're just going back to that routine. You're coming down from that travel high where you're like, oh, fuck, like I'm back to real life. I'm back to the real world, which is not bad. I like my real world. It's a nice world that I live in. But I am ready to get back into the content creating and like really working on the goals I have set myself to have. 
And, you know, it's actually kind of funny because there's this guy I work with, right? And he has a YouTube channel that he does with his brother, right? And they do fishing. And they have like over 400,000 subscribers. Their shorts and YouTube videos average at like a million views. And when he showed me his content, I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing here working here? Like, how are you not making this more of a career? But it seems like their demographic is all based in Egypt because that's where he's from. And you only make money if your views are, I guess, viewed from America. Like, like if you if your demographic is America or like Americans, I guess, you monetize more money on your content. But if you get views and your demographic is more in other countries, you won't get as much money. So it seems like they're very famous in Egypt and their content is viewed mainly through that side of the world. So they don't get as much money as, let's say, someone who would average two million views, but their demographics are viewed more from America. So he was kind of like explaining to me like the science behind everything and was really giving me good feedback. And he was like straight up. He's like, you know, I see that you do the content creating, but you're better off focusing more on shorts and reels and shorter videos than like these long vlogs that you see people post on YouTube. And I've always struggled with that because for me, it's like, I didn't grow up watching YouTube, but I feel like I witnessed it blow up when it did. I mean, YouTube's been around for a very long time, but the whole vlogging thing, I feel like it really blew up in like 2014 all the way up to 2019. After that, it became more of like hyper-focused on TikTok. Well, TikTok didn't really blow up until 2020, but after that, it became more of like the quick views. You know, and I think that's why TikTok kind of blew up the way that it did. And then, you know, you got the Instagram reels and um, Snapchat and stories and things like that, which I gravitate more towards. Like, I don't watch YouTube as much as I used to. And I'm noticing now that people aren't as focused on it. Like, there's this one YouTuber that I used to follow pretty religiously. Her name was Tess Christine. Her name is Tess Christine, and I really love her content, but I even noticed that she doesn't post vlogs anymore, not as much as she used to. She posts more quick videos like on TikTok. I'm rarely on TikTok. Like The closest to TikTok I will ever get is what I post on Instagram and the reels that I watch on there, but apparently you monetize more on TikTok. Obviously, it's a harder platform to kind of be not be, but kind of get exposed on because at this point it's super saturated. And I know that's like a scary word for a lot of content creators because you want to be in a space where you're going to stand out. And now that there's so many of us trying to make it through, like it's, it's a lot of content that is now out there. So I'm not super focused on TikTok, but it seems like I'm really going to have to create content on there. So my friend was basically like, look, you know, if you really want to gain exposure, you know, try to hold off on creating these 20 minute vlogs. They may be fun, but they're really time consuming. And, you know, the views aren't going to grow as quickly as if you focus more on the reels and TikToks and short clips, like short videos. And, you know, he gave me some great feedback. He gave me some advice. So it seems like now moving forward when it comes to the content creating, obviously the podcast is going to be the priority, but it seems like most of my content is going to be posted on Instagram and TikTok. So I know that for a while I was kind of pushing for my YouTube channel, but it seems like as of right now, I need to gain more of an audience through the shorter clips 
And then once people start requesting for more longer videos, then that's when I will post the longer videos, which is to be fair, I guess that's just the way it has to work out for me. I mean, there's people that gain extreme exposure on YouTube. It could be people just driving their cars, talking shit, and they get like over 100,000 views. But I know that if I post that, I'm going to get like 15, you know, and I really enjoy making these long videos, you know, because I even like to rewatch them just to kind of go back in time and just kind of relive those moments that I once had. But, you know, like it's all like a system you have to work with. And as of right now, moving forward, you want to catch me on the platforms, on the social medias. It seems like my prime focus is going to be mainly on TikTok and Instagram. But, you know, it's funny because I had a thought and I was thinking to myself, like, damn, am I getting old? (laughs) The answer is yes. No, I don't. It's weird because there's moments where I feel old and then there's moments where I don't feel as old. So for example, like as of right now, I don't feel old. Like I feel young. I feel good. I feel I'm in my prime. You know, like I'm happy to be in my thirties, but then like I see where my focus is on when it comes to content creating. And that's the parts where I feel old. Cause you see now it's like, no one really goes on YouTube anymore to watch the vlogs. I mean, I'm sure that people still post vlogs and people still watch them, but it's not as popular as posting mini vlogs and mini content or not mini content, but just shorter content on, let's say like TikTok and Instagram, like as before. Maybe age has nothing to do with it, but it's like right when you think you got it figured out and you've cracked the system and this is where the attention is and this is where you're going to monetize and create your own space, something new comes along and then you have to adjust and adjust and keep up and catch up. And it's just kind of exhausting. And I understand why people take lulls and breaks and they're just like, I can't keep up with these trends. And, you know, because if you try, then you're trying too hard. And then if you try to go along with it and you're not trying hard enough, then maybe you don't want it as much. It's just it is truly a game, guys. It is truly a game. But it isn't, it's not intimidating to me. It's actually quite exciting. It's just a matter of like keeping up and staying current. And I just hope that all of it is interesting enough for you to keep up with me and, you know, stick around. But we'll see what happens. But oh my God, tell me how the other day, speaking about, speaking of feeling old and shit. I was talking to one of my coworkers. This is a different one. And he's like 20 years old, right? And he's so sweet. Like, he's so cute. And um, it's funny because everybody at the job kind of like refers to him as the baby because he's like the youngest one that we work with, like the youngest server that we work with. And um, sometimes like if you just stay quiet, he'll just say the most random things, the most dumbest things. And everybody just writes it off because he's so young, right? So tell me how we're like talking. And he's like telling me about how he went to this restaurant called London House. And there's one in Orlando and I've always wanted to go. And when they first opened, it was like a members only type of restaurant. But obviously to be a member is like super expensive. But now they recently opened it where anybody can go in and make a reservation. Like now it's just like an open concept. Like, I mean, they still have private events that are exclusive to members only. But now anyone can just dine in at the restaurant. And I haven't gone yet. And he has because he was talking about it and I was like oh my god like how was it and he was like oh it was like full of old people and I'm like full of old people like what do you mean like was it giving like tired steakhouse because that's not the vibe it gives me he's like no like they were just like playing like old music 
And I'm like, well, what's old music? And he's like, well, music that makes like old people feel young again. And I'm like, okay, like what? Like Frank Sinatra? Like, I don't understand. What are you saying? Like the zombies? Like, what are you saying? And he's like, no, like Kesha and Katy Perry. Bitch. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of my face right now. How dare you? The disrespect. I'm like, so early 2000s, that's old for you? And he's like, well, yeah. And then I forget, like, you're so fucking young. Like, you were probably not even born yet. He was. At the, he fucking was. But it's just the fact that he made the comment, music that makes old people feel young again, and then refers to Kesha and Katy Perry. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker bro i'm like the disrespect yo he's 20 yo these gen z's have no fucking respect i'm not gonna lie though those are the moments where i kind of think to myself like am i getting old am i being delusional about how old i'm getting or are these kids just fucking rude <laughs> nah it's all love i love that kid he's so sweet but the week all in all has been okay like i said i feel like i'm finally like kind of calmed down now like it's not as chaotic but now i'm going through like family drama with my sister so my sister's getting married and we love that for her she's getting married later on this year in september and we're all looking forward to it i sure as hell am and i am the maid of honor and as of right now the next plan of action is the bachelorette party so of course every time i come back from a trip everyone is always asking me like oh where to next and i've been like new orleans because that's where we're gonna have my sister's bachelorette party and i'm so excited it her choice of course um and i've been there before and it's such a vibe i love new orleans i've always wanted to go back um but now we're just going through some fucking drama and i'm not gonna like expose and pour out because that's tacky and i love my sister and i respect my sister and our family drama of course i mean i know y'all love to hear it but i will say this i will say this <laughs> love you sis but when I tell you the back and forth has me pulling my fucking hair out of my skull, that's exactly what's happening. Planning a wedding is not for the week. Being a maid of honor is not for the week. And I'm not complaining about my position. I want this position. I earned this position. I am prepared and I am and I can handle this position. Okay. However, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But, you know, I have to respect what the bride wants. And if the bride wants to change her mind 15 motherfucking times in a day, I just have to roll with it. And that's all I'm going to say. But we'll see what happens. Next plans of actions, though, aside from the wedding and for the bachelorette party and all of that. Cute little updates on the Irishman. Uh, he's planning on coming to America to visit, of course, relax, not to move, relax. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Um, he already applied for his visa so that he can come visit because it's mandatory, I guess, for people in the UK or not the UK because technically um, Ireland is part of the EU. So he has to apply for a visa and we're just waiting on that. But I think it already got approved. I'm pretty sure I already did. And um, he requested the time off and that got approved. So cute little content coming up soon. Maybe, hopefully, we'll see. He hasn't bought his ticket yet. So I probably shouldn't even be talking about this because you already know how people are. 
you already know how the universe is sometimes she'd be like yeah manifest it manifest it oh psych you're not gonna get it psych it's not gonna work out for you so i don't really want to put that into the universe but we'll see what happens i'm really excited to have him over here because i have like a list of things i would want to show him and do um it'll be his first time in america and like low-key i want to take him to walmart <laughs> i want to be like this is wally world your life has been changed forever um it's so funny it's like i want to take him to all of the most random places i want to take him to walmart target wawa Publix. like <laughs> i want to take him to the beach disney to my bedroom you already know what's up um but yeah we'll see what happens but you guys already know you'll be posted on that but yeah the week has been okay like i said it's just been a lot i think i just like stretched myself out too thin overstimulated overworked family stuff whatever just coming to terms with a lot of things changes you know like again i really want to take the content seriously i really want to post things and still have a good time doing it as well so we'll see what happens but yeah my friends i think this episode is just going to be a short one it's just a lot of me just babbling i was trying to come up with some good topics to talk about and i do have good topics that i want to bring up for the rest of the season um, but once again i want to make sure that i'm fully prepared for it like i just mentioned i'm kind of coming back from a chaotic week i'm ready to just give it all so prepare to be sick of me prepare to be sick of me <laughs> all right my friends i'm gonna end it here love you so much thank you so much for liking and subscribing rating the show following me on instagram make sure to check me out at nicole asa which is my primary instagram account but also check me out at hold up let me explain which is my podcast instagram account which is where i'll be posting the majority of my content so make sure you stay tuned for that i love you so much thank you for pressing play and tuning in and i'll see you next time